Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what you watching? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. What you watching? How about TV? Seen anything good recently? What are some of your favorite TV shows? Any favorite shows? You know, increasingly, uh, television and streaming services are so full of stuff that it's hard to even know where to go next. Um, And that's why it's very fun to resource each other to find out what people are watching, what you're liking. 651-641-1071. Amanda is on the line. Should we just go straight to the phone? Do it. Hi, Amanda. What you watching? Hi, I'm watching Law and Order SVU. Oh, wow. This is like, have you called us and told us that before? Or are, is there like a, is there a group of people who are watching Law and Order SVU right now? Um, I haven't called before, <laughs> but I actually like, ju- I've never watched it before and I just started watching it. So I'm only on the second season. Oh, well, and you've there got are plenty. tons of seasons, right? Yeah, there's, um, I'm, they're currently doing 22. Um, so I have, 20 more to get through and you're you're not gonna run out anytime soon yeah no <laughs> and what do Which you is a good thing. what do you watch it on um hulu okay so it's just like you you set it and forget it do you watch multiple episodes back to back Yes, yeah. which is a which is a really good thing that has twenty more episodes for me because I need to binge something. Yeah, well, keep, well, you're you're gonna be binging for a while. Honey. Yeah, keep up the good work, Amanda. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Uh, uh, Law and Order SVU. Amanda's not alone. Panda sent us a note on Twitter. She's watching Law and Order Organized Crime. See? Yeah. It's so funny. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth is on the line. Hi, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, what you watching? Okay, so I watched the new Ben Affleck movie on Hulu this weekend with his ex. Oh, with um, Ana de Armas. Yes, de Armas, yeah. What did you think? I don't know. It was confusing. It was weird. It was supposed to be spooky, but it kind of wasn't. Murder mystery. She's beautiful, mm-hmm. and he's beautiful. So it was fun to watch. Was I could have watched it on mute, to be honest. Was it sexy? <laughs> was it like a sexy yeah, kind of tension yeah, story? That's the moral of the story is like their marriage and sex life and all these different things, infidelity. Okay. All right. So not as much, like, they didn't show as much as I maybe would have wanted to see. Okay. But no Ben Affleck whatever. behind, you're saying? Yeah, even her. I mean, it's okay. Anyways, oh, okay. but I did like A Weekend Away with Leighton Meester, I think. Is oh, yeah. I don't Meester. Know that. that was on Netflix. Huh. That was better. What's I liked it called? That better, weekend so. Away? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Weekend Away. The yeah, weekend it's away. pretty cool. It's like this 
girlfriend girls trip gone wrong in another country. So mm-hmm. it's a suspense thriller. All right, Elizabeth. Thank Two you. Thrillers. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you for that uh, heads up on uh, Deep Water. Watch it on mute. Is what I heard. That means don't watch it, <laughs> which I wasn't going to anyway. So thank you for just co-signing, Elizabeth. Oh gosh, actually, I. It's funny because we did not watch that this weekend, but I I did have it on my short list of things that I kind of still am curious enough about it mm. to watch it mm-hmm. to see if it is. I don't know worth any of the. Yeah press it's gotten um which hasn't been good i don't think well it doesn't sound like yeah. it was worth it but what are you gonna do Six five one six four one one zero seven one. what you watching i got this uh, tweet from grandma 25 who said i can't call right now but i binged is it cake on saturday mm, i don't uh, know what that is i don't really either I, I know it's on netflix because i was on netflix for another thing and they were oh. showing the trailer for it. You know how they just autoplay things? Skilled cake artists create mouthwatering replicas of handbags, sewing machines, and more in a mind-bending baking contest. Okay, that's Inspired cute. by a popular meme. So it's like they cut into things and, oh my God, it's a cake. So yeah, I'm looking at like a cheeseburger. That's a cake. Oh, I love that. Okay, yeah. that's fun. She said she had a GI bug this weekend, but it was perfect, mindless, oh funny, God. something to keep me entertained. GI bug while you're watching cake. Thank you for that tweet. 651-641-1071. What you watching? So we hit up uh, the Hulu this weekend oh, to yeah. watch... The Hulu. Um, the new Amy Schumer show. Oh yeah. Uh, it's called life and Beth. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to tell you, I have mixed feelings about Amy Schumer just in general. Like yeah, you're not her biggest fan, not a huge fan, but I'm also not, not a fan. I certainly can respect her place in the world. And as you start to watch life and Beth, if you are at all uh, predisposed to feel a sense of pride for a female comic who is seriously accomplished, you will highly respect her because her name is everything. Yeah. You know, written by Amy Schumer, directed by Amy Schumer. I mean, Amy Schumer is, this is a reflection of Amy Schumer, um, this show. And it is delightful. What's the show about? So it's sort of about this woman named Beth and um, she's got, I'm only two episodes in and they're very, they're very, they're very quick. They're half hour episodes, but they feel like even quicker. They're just so fast. Yeah. Um, so we're only two episodes in, maybe three, um, but she's got a complicated relationship with her mom. She's in a relationship that's like, I don't know the, if the guy is like really that great for her. She doesn't seem super interested in the relationship. There's obviously some other stuff in her history that we aren't privy to yet but it's like complicated and she's sort of coming around to finding out kind of who she is yeah. in the midst of all of this um yeah and i don't want to give anything else away but it's sweet it's a little dark it's cute it's funny it's just interesting i it's making me want more so yeah. she's doing amazing things okay. all right and that's so, called what again it's called life and beth life and beth and i really hulu. like that one that one's on hulu all right, cool. And then I started another one that has 100 on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's called Bad Vegan. Okay. What is that? A show? So this is a, a docu-series. Okay. It's on Netflix. And it is about a woman named Sharma, I think is her name, uh, who used to own a raw vegan restaurant in New York that was really, really well known. And she found herself in a relationship with a mysterious man who ended up... Um, basically conning her and um you know 
she ended up taking a ton of money out of the restaurant and giving it to him. Mm. Um, he's, you know, another another one of those. I Kinder think, swindler. Seriously, I honestly think the word of 2022 is swindle because these like swindler theories yeah. are well, all the rage. People love true crime and they love to watch other people get taken advantage of. So right. they feel like they're not going to. But it is a really interesting story and it's told in a way that maybe you haven't heard before and it centers around there. I will just really quickly tell you that her, she has a connection to Alec Baldwin and Hilaria Baldwin. Mm, okay. So she, he used to hang out at her restaurant all the time and you know, he probably kind of had a crush on her and was like interested in her. And then she started seeing a guy who the guy who actually ended up like taking for all she's worth um, had a a Twitter relationship with Alec Baldwin. And then somewhere along the line, Hilaria came into the picture and Alec and Hillary, as we call her, started dating. So there's this like interesting there's all these interesting intersections with the story that you will find, you know, a connection to. But also the story itself is OMG what? And that's on what again? That's on Netflix. Bad Vegan. Uh, Jeannie on uh, via email just said she just watched that too. Yeah, it's really, I mean. How many parts or pieces? I haven't even even looked at that, but more than one. Okay. But I don't know how many. So I don't know how many I'm in for now. Bad Vegan on Netflix. I am in. We got Mm. lots of ideas. Thank you. I know. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to go to a little quarantine lifestyles of the very rich, the very famous, and the... Very publationshipped Benifer Ganifer after this on My Talk 1071. It's time for another edition of Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey, you. And this time, uh, this episode stars Benifer Ganifer. Stalling living rooms, dream kitchens. Perfectly placed props like acoustic guitars and books they'll never ever read. This is Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Well, this publationship is about to go next level, kids. Not only does Benefer Gennifer have a house, they are allegedly planning to Brady Bunch their families. Good afternoon and welcome back. Okay, so. Here's the thing. Um, I saw this story over the weekend, and I was like, well, uh, this is news, okay? So TMZ had a story, but it's all over the interwebs, but TMZ had the exclusive, see the insanely expensive estate. Turns out that Benifer Gennifer, which is uh, none other than... Uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Thank you. Their second go-round. Their second go-round, and they have used this whatever is going on as a hugely career goosing maneuver, meaning their their relationship is a publicity bonanza. But wait, there's more. So they are now taking things to the next level. You'll remember by buying a new house together. You'll remember that way back in the uh, day, which really was just a few months ago. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer. Lo- well, this thing has. Like evolved super quickly. Oh, They've, for sure. They have really gone through several chapters of this publicationship. But you'll remember, I don't know, sometime last year, not too long ago, Jennifer Lopez came to L.A. and was seen with Ben Affleck riding around. He was in the passenger seat. She was driving around being mm-hmm. all business. 
and they were look. She was looking at real estate, and at the time, the story was like they're not moving in together, but she's looking for a place because she's moving and shaking and doing things and wants to be close to her new beau Ben, mm-hmm. right? Well, then we started to hear about them looking together. Well, now we know apparently uh, th- th- they have basically signed on in the dotted line for a fifty. More than $50 million estate. And that estate, which we can talk about and go through and do all the things that we do when we quarantine lifestyles, the rich and famous. But the thing that stood out to me was the fact that this is not just Jennifer Lopez buying this house. Quote, it's a big move. And we're told, TMZ, Mm -hmm. again, exclusive by one of them. We're told the entire brood from both sides will be living there. Now, I don't think that means probably, you know, the kids won't continue to see Jennifer Garner. That is Ben's kids. Right. But they're all going to be living in this 50 million or 50 million dollar plus estate, which we can now talk about it in detail because it's. You know, it'll change your life forever. Well, I remember we brought a story at one point that was like, here's the wish list for their super, you know, super expensive love nest. And it was, you know, they wanted nothing smaller than, I want to say it was like 20,000 square feet or something mall-like. 20,000 square foot estate. Oh, in ritzy Bel Air, Los Angeles, which Holly, as the selling sunset, representative on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you can tell us that Bel Air is very Tony and uh, highfalutin. Yes. I mean, I don't know. You tell me what Bel Air says to you. Bel Air says that they're so fancy they don't want to see you because it's probably gated off. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Can't even get there. Yeah. Can't even well, get there. again, the house itself is 20,000 square feet. That's not... So they might not even see each other in the house. Um, the... House itself has 10 bedrooms, which means it has how many bathrooms? Uh, it has 15 bathrooms. 17 oh, bathrooms. So oh. Multiple kitchens. Mm-hmm. That was also one of the things that they wanted. Um, Does it have a spa? Because she wanted a spa. Well, it has a theater. Okay. A gym. All right. A his and hers bath. That I mean, was one of the things they wanted. What, like, what doesn't, though? What house wouldn't on this level? Right. Right. Uh, and on and on and on. And of course, quote, a pool. So the house is super private to Holly's point. It's tucked away in a forest of trees. That said, it's not in a forest. I mean, it literally is in, a, you know, it's in the neighborhood, a, a neighborhood, a <laughs> community trees. of a yeah. bunch of other super, super wealthy people with a big thicket of trees around each house and security so that no one can get in. AKA us. It looks very, very cookie cutter. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bel Air, $50 million mansion, if that is it at all possible. I mean, Meaning you look at it and go, oh yeah, no, that's a lot of money and... That's nice. Good for them. I yeah. The thing that I always get stuck on with these houses, you know, in addition to the fact that there's always like, you know, one and a quarter bathroom to each bedroom. Um, the other thing that always I have a hard time getting my head around 20,000 square feet. Like I think about my, you know, relatively normal sized home in South Minneapolis with five people and. You know, I don't always know where other people are in the house and have to text them, but you know, to say, where are you? Please come to the kitchen or something like that. But it's, you know, then they show up within 30 seconds. In this house, you might need to take a golf cart to wherever somebody else is. I mean, you truly wouldn't know where other people in the house really were or even if they were there. Yeah, absolutely. I can't get my head around that. I will that. say, this actually looks like um, a house we've looked at. So I'm wondering if it's one that at some point must have been one of the ones they were seen visiting. Mm-hmm. Because um, there are a couple of photos where I'm like, I've seen this house before. And it wouldn't surprise me, even though we do this segment all the time, uh, that that was one of the houses that they were looking at. That they were looking at. That said, it's really like, okay, oh, yeah. sure, it's huge. But like, who needs five kitchens? Right. I mean, yeah. or four or three yeah. for that matter or two. I mean, I kind of just need one. I would like yeah. one anyway. So the moral of the story is it's a beautiful, big ass uh, Bel Air mansion. That said, again, the thing I find most interesting is that they're going to everyone's going to live there. I wonder if Jennifer Garner has like a, the mother in law house out back or something <laughs> right that's very uh gwyneth paltrow yeah. she's gonna walk over and be like hi guys i brought a pie i will also yeah, they're like just say- keep giving us some of that capital one money honey you can stay wherever okay. you want what's in your wallet <laughs> um the other thing that i always find interesting about these types of homes is when they have lounging furniture in the bathroom as though you're going to be in the bath and have an audience yeah well if and you're jennifer lopez you probably, you probably do. do yeah yeah Listen, honey, come in and take notes. I've got to take a bow. (laughs) When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have celebrities behaving badly. We call them after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. It's Colleen. He's behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk. One Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, Julia Fox. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your D-bag? Julia Fox. Why? What? Not that Julia. <laughs> Different one. Um, so do you remember last week, I think it was, yeah, it was like Friday, I think, uh, uh, Julia Fox entered the chat when it yep. came to all the stuff going on with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and... She uh, was stopped by a paparazzi who also then photographed her entire outfit and shared that with tabloids. But that paparazzi interviewed her about her thoughts on what was going on with Kanye. And her actual quote was, oh, no, Kanye wouldn't hurt a fly. And then, you know, she went on to just say some other things and then uh, went for a walk and they took pictures and she got her headlines. 
Well, she's walking that back now. Oh, she's walking her walking back. She's walking her. She's walking backwards now. Uh, when it comes to that quote, Kanye wouldn't hurt a fly. Now oh, she's like maybe a fly. Well, she's she, what she's saying is she didn't realize all that was going on with Kanye in that moment. She thought basically that she was just being asked about um, his the music video where he buries Pete Davidson. Uh, she thought that's all that she was being asked about when she said, no, it's artistic expression. Like, that's not, I know it seems aggressive, but he wouldn't hurt a fly. She says she didn't realize the depth and breadth of all the other things that were going on, including but not limited to all of his Instagram rants, et cetera, mm. where he... So maybe she spoke too soon. Yeah. And then she shamed the rest of us by saying... I would like to point out that I had not seen the latest Instagram posts at the time of his video. Believe it or not, I have a life and a son, and I don't have Google alerts for this man. So, like, you guys, don't think I know everything just because I said something. I would just say, like, maybe don't say something if you don't really know what's going on. Yeah, but that's never stopped her before. Why would she start now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like her podcast is just one big, maybe you should have thought that all the way through before you said (sighs) it to me. Uh, she went on to say that she really feels like she's stuck between a rock and a hard place. She said, I could just not answer the question, but then it would be like, Julia is mad and salty and stuff. And I'm not. So it's just a real catch 22. So please stop bleeping asking me. She does not have the answers. She said, I would like to remain an indie queen. The mainstream life isn't for me. Okay. Um, So, Sure. Great. Well, I guess I would just say... That's our fault, then, that you are going to have to go back into the shadows of whatever career you had, but we weren't paying close attention to because you weren't, you know, doing fashion shows because Kanye filled a hotel room for Mm -hmm. you after your first date, which is a little interesting, but whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying, like... She she, dabbled in the mainstream. That's like, you know, like, I want to be famous. And then the world was like, okay, and you're like, how dare you? I'm going back to my... You know, obscurity. Right. Oh, like you didn't okay. know so you're people not, You don't are want to be famous. Right. Because exactly. FYI, although relatable feeling, I'm sure the world is full of people who are like, I want this. And then you get the thing and you're like, oh, I didn't want this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not that she's not relatable. She's just not aware. Right. So let's all like, look to Julia ten- Fox yeah. about what happens when you get what you wish for. Yeah. Maybe in 10 years, yeah. she'll look back and go, you know... I was I was not ready for that. Yeah, and we weren't either. Julia. We knew you weren't ready for it because we saw that yeah. a while ago. Mm-hmm. But you know, thanks, and I look forward to your next episode on your podcast. No, yeah. oh, wherein no, you'll tell me about not, your weird porn habits. We're not going to listen to that. Oh, wait, you already did that. It's not worth it, guys. Who's your D bag, Bradley? Thank you, uh, the Academy. I would like to thank the Academy for being my D-bag today. That's wow. the Academy Awards. That is the Oscars, colloquial known, colloquially known as. Because of a story that Holly uh, already brought up in a dirt alert, but mm. if you didn't hear, the Academy has uh, neglected to offer an invitation to the lead actress in a film that has been nominated, and uh, actors and or uh, people responsible for making the film were actually nominated for awards. 
to and for. I forgot which preposition I was using. So anyway, the moral of the story is Rachel Zegler yeah. uh, did not get an invitation from the Academy and she won't be going to the Academy Awards. And I think that's trash because while I'm sure somebody who is like a nerd for these things would call in and be like, well, actually, it's a well-known fact that not everybody gets invited. Okay. Yeah. But she's the lead actress. In West Side Story. In West Side, thank you. For, yeah. yeah. West Side Story, of which the Best Supporting Actress has been nominated. The film has been nominated. Yeah. And other people putting different parts of the film. I don't know all of the uh, nominations that it's received. But several. I mean, more than one. Not, it's, you know, it's definitely on the list of movies you should see this year. Best Picture, Best Supporting Actress, Best Director, Best Cinematographer, uh, or Best Cinematography, Best Production Design, Best Costume Design, Best Sound. Those are all the nominations for West Side Story. And they didn't invite the lead actor. I'm actually shocked. I mean, I okay, uh, on the one hand, I feel like if the movie were only nominated for technical awards, like maybe I could build a case, right? Maybe. But this is nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. She's the yeah, lead. Like, I, just, I mean, it's ridiculous. I just think like if, if the lead actress in a film that's being nominated yeah. wants to go to the Academy Awards, I mean, I feel like she, they can find a ticket. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go back and uh, for people who maybe missed it, how do we know she wasn't invited? So a friend, uh, a, or not a friend, somebody on social media is like, I can't wait to see your dress. And she's like, funny story. Uh, I won't be wearing a dress. I'll be wearing sweatpants uh, hanging out with friends because uh, I was not invited. Awkward. And then she made it, she made it clear that um and let me see what she said here she made it clear like she because somebody said wait can't wait to see what you're going to be wearing and she said i'm not invited so sweatpants and my boyfriend's flannel and then she like clarifies which i appreciate she goes i don't know y'all i've tried it all but it doesn't seem to be happening huh I will root for West Side Story from my couch and be proud of the work we so tirelessly did three years ago. I hope some last-minute miracle occurs and I can celebrate our film in person. But, hey, that's how it goes sometimes, I guess. Thanks for all the shock and outrage. I'm disappointed, too. But, you know, that's okay. So proud of our movie. And, like, I just, I'm, I appreciate oh. her just putting that out there. Like, it's also kind of shady because, like, she could have just not said anything. But yeah. you can tell she clearly is, like, rightfully ticked off yeah so i'm i i do appreciate that she just put it out there also i would just say like um academy that was an unforced error and now you just look like jerks well that was again that was my other question is have they i mean they're not gonna like say something but i mean they kind of should say something uh but they've said nothing no they've not said anything so now here's the other thing i will say it might not just be a matter of the Academy uh, itself being jerks. It might be a matter of the studio being jerks because typically, and Holly, correct the record if you know differently, or uh, Colleen for that matter, or anybody. Um, typically, if you're nominated, you get an invitation for you and a guest, and then you get a free coupon for a buffet mm. at uh, Golden Corral. How exciting. No, but then... The studio is given, like if a film is nominated, a certain number of tickets to dole out of their own accord. So it might be that, you know, the studio 
is a jerk as well. Oh my god! <laughs> because they might, what I'm saying is that what they might have done is allocate those tickets to everybody but Rachel and presumably all the people nominated for. But no, but they would have gotten awards. So yeah, anyway, I think the studio might be on the hook for this too. Well, what's Oof. interesting about that is it was a big to-do to cast Rachel in the lead role yes. of Maria in West Side Story. Back three years ago, four years ago, it's been a long time. Yeah. But the studio made a big deal about finding a new talent to yeah. cast in the role of Maria. And yeah. now we have found this talent. She's yeah. amazing. And now she's And now she be- doesn't get to be honored. And yeah. she has to wear sweatpants and her boyfriend's flannel. Although, can I just say... Although if I had if if I'd never been to the Academy Awards, I would certainly make the effort. But the thought of just watching it on my couch does not seem terrible. Well, I mean, I'm sure she's made peace with it, and I'm with you. But also, her big debut movie, and she probably has dreamed of a night like this for so long. And I don't know. And she's been to other award ceremonies. She's been to the Critics' Choice Awards. She's been to the BAFTAs. Here, here's the thing. I mean, I like to think about how the Academy might try to make good on this. Well, it's just and it's going to be awkward. It's going to be awkward for everyone because, you know. Right. Then she just looks as Holly, I think you pointed out. She's just going to look like, oh, thanks. You really wanted me to be here. Right. And then do you go like, do you have the invitation extended? I would take a pity invitation. I don't care. I'll take Rachel Zegler's. Uh, pity invitation. I mean, oh, I am yeah. not too proud. Well, it would actually be really cool if she took that invitation and extended it to, you know, some sort of symbolic something or another. And I don't know what that is. I'll leave that to like her. A flaming bag of dog sure. poo. Sure, sounds good. I mean, <laughs> something da- bag of dog poo. What are you wearing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. For I, me to I pull back. I just oh, look. Ugh, I just Try feel like insult. In insult. Insult. <laughs> Comic. That's a different one. We don't even ask people what they wear anymore, do we? That's, we're not supposed to. No, we're Who not are so you correct. wearing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's that whole initiative. Uh, what is it? Ask, ask for more. more. Okay. Yeah. So. God, you can't have any. I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> Being facetious. Ha ha. Listen, I sarcasm. Want, I do just want her to walk, like we said earlier, walk the red carpet in those sweatpants and that flannel, and then just like. Make a U-turn at the end of the red carpet and go back home. Fine. You don't want me here? Fine. I'll go watch at home. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, a very, very, very sad goodbye. Uh, Maury Povich. Oh. Is alive, but he's not My going God. to be on television any longer. I imply that poor Maury Povich is no longer Well, I didn't us. want anybody to misunderstand. But the Maury Povich show will no longer be with us. We'll talk about it after this. Thanks, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And if uh, you're anything like my daughter, she said, it's going to be 60 degrees. That's shorts weather. It's true. It is true. So lots of pale legs that are seeing the outside for the first time are walking around the Twin Cities it's today. Time, kids. Um, oh, and I feel like that's what Maury Povich said when he announced that. What? He's going to retire. But it's time, legs? kids. No. Oh. Uh, Maury Povich is going away. The yeah, mo- no, the this Maury was sad Povich news. Show. Although, not really. It's like when your favorite restaurant closes mm-hmm. after 50 years and you haven't been there in 10. Yeah. It's like, okay, I mean, I know you're sad, but you weren't watching it. It did just sort of cause me to go down the rabbit hole of old Maury Povich. You know, okay, so first of all, the Maury Povich show has been on the air for 31 
years. Yeah, I was in high school. That's how old kids. And when it was first out, it was called the Maury Povich Show. It was serious back then. And then it turned into just... As were all the talk shows. Right. And then it turned into just Maury in 1998. Um, And that really, I don't know, for me, the 90s was a very sweet spot for Maury because, well, I don't know, that's when I was watching it. It left you wanting Maury. Um, (laughs) It did leave you wanting Maury. But um, I was, you know, I I just have always... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I've been fascinated by Mopo, as we call him at our house, because he used to be a serious journalist. He's married to Connie Chung, for goodness sake, and he basically is a midday Jerry Springer, um, meaning... His shows, all not always, but very often devolve into some sort of chaos. Typically, there aren't, you know, there isn't furniture being thrown, but there are people running off stage into the backstage area, which I think he might have been the first person to actually create a backstage area that was meant to be on film because so many people would leave the stage when things didn't go their way. Yeah, well, and I just remember going all the way back, like even before he had his own talk show, because that, you know, he jumped in when tons of people, you know, like when sort of the, the I don't know, peak of like 90s talk shows um, or like late 80s, early 90s. And I just remember him from A Current Affair mm-hmm. when he was just that like, you know, he was the guy behind the, you know, the desk mm-hmm. with the blazer, you know, talking about like true crime current stories affairs. yeah <laughs> i totally forgot that maury povich was the anchor for a current yeah. affair yeah. Or yeah one of them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and then he moved on I to mean, his I think own that's show really where that's was probably the launching pad to his talk show like the ability for him to say i'm gonna have a talk show probably came from his success on current affair and what's so interesting about him as a talk show host <laughs> is no matter how chaotic everything is going around him he's sort of stays like the straight man and somehow manages to maintain some order in the midst of the disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was reminded of a couple of moments that essentially went viral before going viral was really a thing. Uh, Notably, this sort of is speaks to our heart. Do you remember Turkey Tetrazzini? Turkey Tetrazzini, chicken cacciatore. That's how we, it spun out for us. Yeah. But that viral moment was a woman who was, who was convinced that her boyfriend was cheating on her because with her best friend, because he loved her Turkey Tetrazzini. And she was talking about the Turkey Tetrazzini and that clip got taken and then musicized and, you know, spun out to be more than just the woman talking about the turkey tetrazzini long forgotten that i had two but then but wait there's there's more more. then after that moment sort of went viral and caught the attention of people the woman came back and cooked tetrazzini chicken tetrazzini and shared it with the whole audience which is 
kind of the hallmark of a viral moment yeah. when you revisit it in a new way. Yeah. Right. But again, that was before viral was actually a thing. Um, you also know that Maury Povich really is the person who put you are not the father. Yeah. Cause he was doing lots of paternity tests. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the lie detector has determined that is a lie. So paternity tests, lie. lie detector tests, these Makeovers. are the tools that Maury Povich kind of uh, weird, honed. Weird uh, fears and phobias. Yep. The cotton ball person. Yeah, yep. That's my favorite. Yep. The mismatched couples. Uh, that was another thing that Maury Povich talked about that other talk shows didn't. And, you know, there were other talk shows that tried to do that stuff, but they sort of have fallen away. And here Maury Povich is 31 years later, still doing paternity tests, lie detector tests, mismatched couples. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, like I couldn't even tell you what kinds of shows he still does. I mean, I'm assuming he still does the same thing, but I honestly haven't watched an episode of Maury Povich probably since... I don't know, possibly the early 2000s, mm-hmm. but more likely the late 90s. Right, which is, again, like a very sweet spot for Maury yeah. Povich. I, so his, there will be new shows on through September, which honestly makes me want to set my DVR to capture them because I just feel like he's going to pull out all the stops yeah. in the next few months now that this has been announced. Um, but it will live on in syndication. So if you want to watch old episodes about, and I'm dead serious, this was a recurring guest on his show, Zach the Fat Baby, who was a 75-pound toddler who had to wear adult diapers. Listen, I've been trying to find out where Zach has gone uh, for quite some time, and nobody seems to know. But that was, I mean, that definitely was a a Maury Povich original, um, something he talked about that nobody else was talking about. I want to know where he and Connie live. Um, I bet they live in a nice Greenwich, Connecticut home. Mm. Yeah, but so, don't you imagine they probably have like a nice summer home? Yeah. And, well, yeah. and I think I, I think Holly or one of you said it earlier. Maury Povich probably does you know five shows in two days and then heads off to his country home and golfs. Yeah. Oh, Maury is the type of program, and I don't know this for sure. Right. But. Operating under the assumption that this show is made by the producers, Maury comes in, he looks at the cue cards a little bit, makes sure he gets the people's name right, then he just takes in the story and then he's like, okay, I need to react in a certain way. I'm going to hit the links at 4 p.m. Thank you. Yes. Have a nice day. And he's damn good at it. I mean, he truly is. He, you know, for 31 years has maintained this position again is sort of like he doesn't seem to be judgmental of the strange stories he has on his show he really is just kind of shining a spotlight on them and then maintaining order as things go to crap well he oh go ahead oh no go ahead i was just gonna let you know that the episode guide for maury now they're still looking for guests and if you want to be a guest on maury they're looking for the following do you believe your spouse or lover is cheating on you and you want to take them a lie detector test? Yes. Are you a man who's been accused of fathering a child? Yep. That, yep. Are you involved? Okay, you're in f- answering yes to these? No, I'm saying oh. yes. This is very boring. Oh, okay. yes, Do you have is- a family mystery that can be solved using a DNA mm. test? Yes. I'm. Listen, I don't know. I don't know who the DNA testing outfit is that Maury Povich uses, but they need to say a gigantic thank you to him because I'm pretty sure he started their business and has kept them in business. 
all this time. I am. This is I just was Googling and the Sun literally just posted a story yesterday. Maury's wife. Who's Maury Povich's wife? Connie Chung. And then it like 2022. We're doing that anyway. Um, there's literally just like a Sun article that lays out Connie Chung and what the two have been up to. So that's weird. <laughs> I mean, I think people are just sort of, you know, uh, processing their Maury Povich feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, People magazine also has done an article with the following headline. Maury Povich says all his guest stories are real, no matter how crazy. Quote, this is not Springer. And of course, he's talking about Jerry Springer, which it is kind of a low blow. But even though things do get out of hand, a la Jerry Springer, um, Maury Povich is saying this is all real. It was all true. Okay, all right. Sure. And um, also, he has a bridge he'd like to sell you. He's apparently worth an estimated $80 million. Not shocking. Again, yeah. this show has been on for 31 years. Syndicational, you know, we have, good for life. Yeah, true. We have seen so many talk shows come and go. Well, here's another one. I know. But Bye. this one but this one stuck <laughs> around for a really long time. I don't know. I'm yeah. impressed. Maury Povich, good on you. Uh, enjoy retirement. Hey, when we come back, uh, do you split the entree or do you get your own? 651-641-1071. Splitsies or your own entree? Give us a call. We'll talk after this on My Talk 1071.